This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Tom Bernard Show with Hackmaster Ralph Kovash, MD. Catherine Brandt. Andy Brandt Bernard. Cassie Schrader. And we'll be right back. A bunch of great guests today. Tom Bernard Show. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt then talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. It's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? uh, Either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Walzer Automotive continues to grow. They think it's because of their upfront pricing, no haggle or hassle sales experience. And working with one person from start to finish. I think we all know it's because of the loyal podcast listeners. I've said it a million times before. I won't endorse a company that I don't believe in, and Walzer's no exception. I've bought several cars from them, as has my family. I know what you're thinking. Tommy got some special deal. Well, the truth is we paid the Walzer best price just like everyone else. Walzer will sell about 35,000 cars this year, and you can't do that if your prices aren't great. Do yourself a favor. When it's time to shop for a new or used car, go to walzer.com and give them a shot. You won't be sorry. Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com. We are back. Yep. Okay. I was just listening to the song. Oh, lost in thought. Yep. A server at a Texas steakhouse who went viral for sharing what appeared to be a racist message from God. a customer lied about what happened. His employer no. said, "Gee, really? Oh, nobody does that." On when, when are we going to stop with this <laughs> lying about stuff and everything's horrible? And did you see the New York Daily News fired half of its staff? No. What happened? Shakedown. I, you know, I talked about this many, many times, and I'll talk about it some more if you want, but you keep taking one side of an issue, you're going to completely destroy your business. Look at what television did to itself. Television is destroyed because of yeah. political it, opinion. It's so crazy. Now, you watch, you turn on the, the television, you're looking around, and most everything's an infomercial now yep. on regular programming No times. doubt about it. No it's doubt just about it. weird. Because they went on, ABC, NBC, and CBS all went on and puked up one political message. And I don't care which side of the aisle you're on, Fox or CNN, you got to stop. It's destroying your business, it's you a re- dumbass. It's a religious fever. It is. Is what it is. Yep. The, uh, yeah, I, I haven't watched uh, local news for so long just because it was just seemed to be always slanted so much. And so much of it was things I was not interested in, like, right. like the weather. Uh, I don't need to hear about the weather today. I was alive. Yeah, right. I was here. So it doesn't make a lot of sense to me. 
You're right. That's one thing about Florida that I love when we're down in Florida. It's time for the weather. We'll be back in 30 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's, okay, here's what it is. Thanks. Goodbye. Now, they have a lot of weather in the summer, but not so much weather in the winter. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be sunny and eighty. That's like the weather in L.A. It'll be sunny and eighty. Sunny and eighty. Sunny and eighty. Sunny and eighty. Oh, it's, oh, oh! Look, a palm tree blew down. Look, we got a picture of a palm tree that blew over right. because of Santa Ana's. That was it. Speaking of California, we have Kristen. Who? The palm Kristen tree. Bird? The one palm tree that blew down. It's Kristen. It's a hundred and like eight today. So. Oh, yes. Not a hundred and eight. You lie, Kristen. The sweating bird. Let me look. Let me tell you what the temperature. Once you get a phone that works, and that we can't hear you. We can't hear you. 103 today. Yeah, no, we 103. 103. 103. Wow. It's pretty high. That's pretty bad for is LA. It, is that in LA or up in the valley? That is all of LA. All of LA. Yeah, but there's no humidity. What's yeah. the difference? Yeah, you big whiner. Yeah. You know what's weird? We've been having humidity now. We've been having you around have? 60 to 70 percent humidity. Yeah. Oh, the last that's... like. So. Oh, that's hot and gross then. Mm-hmm. Yes. It feels like the East Coast. And in fact, last week we had a thunderstorm, which we never have. They had to close the beaches. And my cats were like, what is this? And like ran into the closet. <laughs> I, I thought it was construction at first. I honestly did. And I'm like, wow, someone's being really noisy with construction. And I'm like, you know what? That sounds like thunder. I remember that. And it really was. It was a thunderstorm. I love thunderstorms. I would miss those. You know what that's all about? There are way, way too many people living in that area. You cannot have that many people and not suffer climate change. And And that's a fact. Yeah, everybody has a swimming pool. Oh, I agree. Yeah, everybody's got a swimming pool. Everybody's sweating and breathing and puking up all that CO2. (laughs) Yeah, not to mention the traffic problems. Lots of traffic. No, it's a very, well, it was very uh, cloudy here yesterday for all, but it wasn't really cloudy. Apparently it was. Uh, effects on the weather by the uh, fires up in Canada that are affecting Minnesota now. That's it's all that kind of stuff. Sneezing. Yeah, well, oh. Was it last year or year before last? Where it was, it was the, the the soot was so bad it was just you could see it falling yeah. in the air. Yeah, yeah. Here, it was from the Canada Wild Canadian fires. fires. Yeah. Yeah. That's very very true. So, Kristen, I want to talk to you a little bit because you've been around the media your whole life pretty much. Do you think? The television stations and television networks and newspapers and radio stations will ever learn that if you just give one side to a story, people are going to shun you and you're going to lose your business. Do you, do you think people will ever realize that, that they have to serve all the people or they'll just go away? I think it's true. I mean, at this point in the game where everyone is so divided, if you're just going to take one point of view, you know what? The other side's not going to come. No, it's not going to happen. And, and well, we were just talking about the New York Daily News. New York Daily News is done. There'll be a digital newspaper before tomorrow, and I mean 100% digital. Mm. Uh, they fired half their staff, people who had been there for a long, long time. Uh, it's an iconic newspaper, and it's going away because they decided to take one political view of everything, and it destroyed them. And I'm not, I don't care if it's Republican or Democrat. It doesn't matter. But you take one view like that, you got major problems. Look, look how the damage has been done to Fox. They're, they're now. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And a lot of people don't even want to work for them as an entertainment company. Right. You know, on the entertainment side, honestly, they're not really taking a side. They're just throwing out a bunch of shows that appeal to both sides of the fence. But a lot of people are offended by what Fox News does. Yeah, so I, I don't care if it's ABC, CBS, NBC, Fox News, CNN, MSNBC. I don't care who it is. They're all making huge mistakes with their programming. It's really a, you need to serve all the people. I know we haven't done that now in several decades, but it's getting worse instead of better. Yeah, we. I think we need to serve the people that are in the middle. And there's yeah. this huge group of people yep. who are physically conservative, socially liberal, that uh, – you were in this, this center part, and no one wants to talk to them. No one cares about them. They don't. They just have, they want to push these agendas either way, and it's just not what they those people want to hear. So you're walking away from that audience, whether you're Fox or you're CNN. I mean, just the truth. Yeah, no, it is the truth. And I tell you another thing. I can tune into local news here, Chris. How long did you live here? Uh, about two and a half years. Two and a half years. So it doesn't matter if it's channel 4, 5, 9, or 11. As soon as I see the face appearing on the screen, I know exactly the position they're going to take on every issue. So I don't mm-hmm. need to watch it. Exactly. I don't need to watch that. That's so true. 
And and I just realized Catherine and I have disappeared as television viewers because we never watch anything live ever. We uh, we record it and then watch it, which means we're worthless because we don't watch any of the commercials. So we're we really don't use television anymore. We use recorded television, which doesn't count for more than three days, and we never get to it within three days. Never. Hmm. Yeah, and that's yeah, that's what the people want, you know. Yep. And I'm the same way. I'm like I'm either watching it on a screener or it's one of those things where I'm fast forwarding through commercials. I'm like I don't want I don't want to watch anything when it comes to commercials. No, I understand. So like, and I tell you what. I'm a dim-witted radio guy, and if I, I I was talking about this five years ago, but you're going to ruin your business, and you're going to completely destroy it. Well, and they have destroyed the newspaper business. It's completely worthless now, and television is not far behind it, and radio is going to fall right in behind, too, if they're not careful. I, I just don't see how they can't figure this out. It's interesting. In the lobby of our office space here, there's usually a fresh copy of the paper every day and oh, yeah. I see one person pick it up and read it from time to time. Yeah, Most of the time it's just folded out there and nobody even touches it. <laughs> I have not picked up a newspaper, a physical newspaper in years. Yeah, the, the only time you use something like that is when it's more convenient. Like uh, when you don't have internet access where you can't stream the information you want to search. So if you're on an airplane you don't have the access there, uh, the uh, newspaper's nice. But by and large, you know, I don't know who would read the newspaper because... Uh, the Wi-Fi is so ubiquitous and yeah. available. That's absolutely mm-hmm. well, true. Well, my 90-year-old father I, I still gets buy, it. I like, six magazines on a plane, too. Yeah. Like, I used to, like, go to the newsstand, buy six, have them, and that was, like, my guilty pleasure. Now I'm like, where can I plug in? Yeah. Yeah, where can you plug in? Where can I get that Wi-Fi connection, even on the on the plane? Which is, it, it's available. It just it just costs a little bit. That's also, but well, even you, there, yeah, even magazines, even the you know glossy great magazines. It's like where are the articles? It's all ads, 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 ads. You can't even find content. Yeah, that is pretty much true, isn't it? Finding content is not the easiest thing in the world, but. I don't know. I, I just I don't see why they cannot see the w- the mistake they're making. It's amazing to me. Yeah. I just don't think they care. I did think of uh, Christian this this past week. We we went to the uh, uh, um, opera uh, at uh, Mill City Mill City uh, Ruins, if you so to speak, and it was Carmen. And when they did that, they had they had not only the opera they didn't they didn't do the courses so much, but they integrated some dance scenes into the opera. Which I thought was very uh, unique and uh, very telling. They did sort of the at the end. Uh, they had one dance scene that sort of uh, that sort of predicted or was foreshadowing, you know, how it was going to end. Uh, if you don't know, uh, <laughs> did they change the content? Don't know. She dies in the end. So it's a spoiler alert. <laughs> okay. But it was it was it was a very interesting addition, and I really appreciated it. And the dance. This this, this woman dancing like uh, she was the uh, angel of death was just really well done. Really an interesting thing to see there you have it oh i love that now Kristen, when you were here you worked for prairie chicken or something didn't you i worked for you know who i worked for i worked for shop nbc at the time and Mm -hmm. also i worked for msnbc oh i didn't know you worked for msnbc i never knew that yes you did yes because i was um i was you did because i you, you know I was what's his face as newsreader. I can't even think of his name right now. Jesse Ventura. <laughs> Jesse what's Ventura's newsreader. So did you? You never. I thought you worked with Garrison Keillor. You never worked with him. I didn't. No. Well, Minnesota Public never. Radio. I just went to the Star Tribune news site just to see what they were spinning today. Uh, Minnesota Public Radio has dismissed three employees with long, deep ties to its landmark show, A Prairie Home Companion, including they fired the son of former host Garrison Keillor. I treasured my 22 years working in public radio, but the business has changed. No, it's still welfare. It not change at all. <laughs> Said uh, Jason Keeler, who held a variety of jobs on PHC and its new offshoot live from here, including the assembly of repeat programs. I think right now NPR is promoting their new brand, and it's very expensive. They're running a tight ship despite their deep pockets. Ooh, even a Keeler admits that it's welfare radio. <laughs> it is subsidized uh, to, to the, the teeth. teeth. Yep. Television and radio, uh, it's just amazing to me. And, and that's, the, that's the point I'd really like to make, Kristen and everybody else here, is that you're taking everybody's tax money, but you're taking one opinion? How are you allowed to do that? 
That is interesting. How, I don't know. How yeah. can you give any strong political opinion on public television or radio knowing, and don't give me this, oh, most of their money comes from donations. No, it does not. A lot of it does, but not most of it. Oh, now it comes from ads because they're running yes, ads they're running more ads and more now, and yeah. more. Even the BBC, uh, mm-hmm. when you listen to, their, uh, listen to their podcast, they will say, oh, this podcast is supported by outside advertising in America. Uh, oh. it's, it's so so, yeah, so there'll be an ad for, say, YouTube, wow. or there'll be an ad for something else where they actually run this short ad uh, before they do the podcast. So it's a, uh, so so really they're getting ad money. So they really are a commercial station now. They're not. So for they don't you know, have to support. get ratings. Yeah, that, well, they don't. No, no. Yeah. no. It's unbelievable. Also dismissed Friday were Prairie Home Productions Managing Director Kate Gustafson, who rose to be Keeler's second in command, and publicist David O'Neill. Now remember, this is a public television station, right? David O'Neill, who started working on the show when he was 12. Huh. <laughs> How? Child labor laws. What about child labor laws? <laughs> How can you work on a TV show when you're 12? Oh, was he was he a talent? Was he like a little kid uh, that uh, bring out on stage? Hey, look at the little kid from Wobegon or whatever it was. Know. You know, that's yeah, sort of, Wobegon. It is yeah. Wobegon. Oh, he's a publicist, so I don't know. Are you a publicist tw- when you're twelve? <clears throat> what was he publicizing in uh, <laughs> he middle school? Oh, he was working pledge drives. A twelve? Uh. They made a kid do pledge drives. How is that legal? Pick whomever they can, free labor. Oh, Come that, on. Look, oh, that it is. It's free labor. Look, we got a kid up here. Don't you want to give here this kid? Can't you know this kid up here? Look, this poor kid's working, working, oh, begging for money. He I'm went sorry. from pledge drives to sweeping the theater, selling merchandise in the lobby. Uh, then he handled the camera. What did he do when he was 13? Who was he related to? Why did he get this Yeah, job? that's a good yeah, question. There you go. How, he ran the camera. So he's a union member? He had to be, absolutely, to run a camera. Yeah, I don't know. you got to be in it. All right, well, i gotta, I got to throw this out here. In an email on Monday, Garrison Keeler described O'Neill as an enormously competent and loyal guy, one of the last persons around who knows the history of the place, and praised Gustafson as an indispensable person who unofficially served as the office's village therapist and truth teller. He's got to spin such a yarn every time he opens his yap, doesn't he? A little bit. His village therapist and truth teller. It's not 1600. Calm down. Um, They're replacing her with a bunch of faceless suits. Good luck with that. God, they're all turning on each other over there. What is it? It's starting to consume itself from from within. Yeah. Yeah, there's Mm -hmm. nothing like... uh... The rats leaving the ship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I guess. I don't know what this is all and, about. And based on just one allegation. I mean, it is a, man, what a weird yeah. deal that is. That is just. Kind of ridiculous. I yeah. just, I would like to see somebody be so bold as to make a ton of money because they serve the middle. You know, they, they're the left and the right, too, but the middle, too. That, I would love to watch or listen to something like that. If you can't get everybody whipped up, then nobody's going to print the story. I can get they think it's boring anyway. to be in the middle and to have common sense. Well, they don't like not. that. All right, we'll be right back. Tom Bernard Show. Tom Bernard here with the founder and CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski, who's here to talk about a great service and an app that you can get and use from North American Banking Company called XCheck. Tom, it's a payment app we developed. We wanted a simple application that was safe and secure, easy to use, and a way in which you could pay the kid who cuts your grass, shovels your snow, a way you could split a dinner check without having to exchange cash, without having to write a check. The app processes the payment, puts it right into the receiver's account, literally the same day. It's free to our customers. It's safe, secure, and easy to use. This is Tom Why Not Bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, celebrating 20 years of providing a better banking experience. Member FDIC and equal housing lender, Mike is a disaster. Now, wait a minute. You better cut out that. <laughs> Tommy. <laughs> Tommy, 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 Tommy. Did you know that about 60% of people over the age of 60 are starting to experience cloudy, blurry, or dim vision due to cataracts? Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Eye Care. Whiting Clinic is best known for their fabulous LASIK results. You've heard me rave about them for years, but did you know they're also experts in cataract surgery? Yes, indeed, and I'm here to tell you about my wonderful experience having cataract surgery at Whiting Clinic. 
I'm at that age when my vision started to fade, so I called up the folks at Whiting Clinic. They helped me out right away. My cataract surgery was super easy, and thanks to the Whiting Clinic, my vision is top-notch once again. Whiting Clinic has the most advanced lens technology options, so I can see far away and up close without wearing any glasses. If you want to learn more about your options for cataract surgery or clearer vision, Attend one of Whiting Clinic's cataract seminars. Call Whiting Clinic at 855-554-2020 to RSVP today. That's 855-554-2020 to learn more about your cataract surgery options at Whiting Clinic. Now we're talking... Does he say kava 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 kava? Darling, you got to let me Is that what he says? Because he goes kava kava kava. Uh, but I don't know what that. Kristen, you know what he's saying? All I know is should I stay or should I go? Should I stay? Yeah, that's pretty much. Stay, the only thing I know is cafe kava is a shot of espresso right. with calvados, with a shot of a calvados. It's a bit like cafe correcto. Okay, you ready for the headlines from, uh, what is this crap news service? (laughs) I can't find it. Okay, here here are the uh, headlines. Oh, there are Spanish backing vocals for it. Oh, there you go. I'm just trying to find out what they are. Whatever, we'll figure it out. Because, yeah, I think you might be right. Your headlines, Ryan, Trump trolling by revoking security clearances. John. Another headline, opinion, how Trump is changing Republican Party values. Another headline, Trump, Russia will push hard for Dems in November. It's it's disgusting. I don't care. You know, I don't think he's a great president. I don't think you're a great news reporter. There, you're even. (laughs) Good God. I don't care to hear about Trump every day. He he shoves himself down our throat enough on social media. But luckily for me, I don't go on social media, so I don't see it. There there are human tragedies throughout the world that we don't hear about. And I think it's a tragedy. Because we really should know about that. There are global events we don't hear about because everybody has this preoccupation with Donald Trump. It's just, and I, even the BBC is getting that way. And mm-hmm. I, I want to hear about what else is going on in the world. I mean, there's some serious things that we need to know about so that we can address, uh, you know, politically uh, and socially. Understand that whether there's environmental issues, whether it's political issues, there's bad things going on, and we don't hear about it. That's very true, Kristen. What is Teen Mom? Is that a TV show? Teen Mom? Yes, it is, it is mm-hmm. an MTV show. Um, That's still on the air? Out originally. It's still on the air, and I want to say it started off as a TV show. It's a spinoff, actually. It started off as 16 and Pregnant. Oh, so yeah, I remember that. all got pregnant in high school, and it followed their journey. And it actually, the, this is what I love about it. When it was originally airing, it they saw a reduction in teen pregnancies directly based off of this TV show because these girls were going through these nightmares with these, like, boyfriends and their families and trying to raise a kid and go to school and everything else. All right, you have to send me $100 because anybody on the show that uses the word journey, I find them. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, would you like me to discuss a bachelor journey? My, oh, my life's journey. Oh, God. Well, here's the headline. Teen mom star pulls out gun during road rage incident. The only other person in the car is her kid. Oh, mother of the year. Yeah, mother of the year. So I don't know if she was going to shoot another driver or her son, but she was going to shoot somebody. <laughs> so I don't know who Which that is. Which one of them was it? Uh, I, here, I'll go back and find out her name by bringing up the story. Uh, Janelle Evans. Yeah. And was it? Oh, yeah. She's a mess. Oh, she's a mess. <laughs> she was a mess. She was a heroin addict for a while. So uh, She's 16. You know, actually an improvement. How will you become a heroin addict when you're 16? Oh, I think it's real easy. Is it really? It's real easy. The, Depending uh, on where you live. The available. Well, if you live in Wyzetta, it's available. You know, in uh, middle school, those things, the drugs are hardcore drugs and heroin. The thing about heroin, you used to have to inject it, and that was my oh, oh, yeah. my aversion. I hated shots. I said, man, I can't. I'm not going to be doing this to myself. No. But then now you can smoke it, and you you know you can snort it, and well, you know maybe it's not that bad <laughs> stuff anymore. It's an easier thing to get to. You know, and that's and that's one of the. You know, that, I think that's really the gateway toward, you know, uh, getting this fentanyl, which is laced into the heroin, that kills people. And that's that's what's going on. 
Okay, this mom, this Janelle Evans, pulls out a gun from the door, sits it down on a console right next to her son, and her son looks terrified. No. What are you doing? This is sad. Uh, it's all really, really sad. But uh, Oh, this is MSN I'm reading, so it's your old home base. Your people. Your people. Your, your <laughs> people, people. Your people, <laughs> They've all moved on, all of my people. But, <laughs> you know, but, how, but how much of this could have been scripted? You know, it could have been an well, empty gun. You know, it could have been scripted yeah. kind of thing. It'll pull this out and lay this out. It'll get us good yeah. ink. You know, I, that's what I fear about those shows, that they sort of, you know, set these sort of incidents up so it, it gets ink. Yeah. This girl is, is, honestly, she is a mess. She's had several baby daddies. She's been in and out of jail. Her daddy. mother is a mess and then abusive towards her. It, it, it just grew up in a horrible situation. Yeah. And I... I do think that instead of um, reality TV helping her situation by, you know, obviously maybe improving her financial situation, I think it actually just exacerbated her issues. Yeah. Well, you don't uh, you don't become a heroin addict because your car broke down in front of a heroin den or in front of a crack house. You know, that that isn't what happens. There are other issues, whether it's parental issues, whether it's, uh, you know, developmental issues. There's things that push you to that, and that's where the problem is. And all these other things spring from that easily. I just, I don't understand how. how, I grew up in the worst neighborhood in the entire Midwest. You know, you get to Chicago, there's worse areas. But in the five-state area... North Dakota, South Dakota, Iowa, Wisconsin, Minnesota. I grew up in the worst possible neighborhood in all five of those states, and I had, knew no one that did heroin. Nobody did heroin. So what is that all about? What's the attraction? I don't know. I, because any time I've given, I'm not heroin, but every time I've given narcotics to patients, you know, many of them complain, oh, I just felt lethargic. Oh, I just felt terrible. I felt dysphoric. Oh, I was sick to my stomach. I was puking. So I don't know what it is. I, I can't get, and personally, I, I, I have such an aversion for those kind of feelings that I don't want no parts of being dizzy or that sort of stuff. So I, under, I just don't understand the rush from narcotics. But God knows it's a, it's a hardcore experience that people just seek out and want. Do you think, Kristen, it's because I went to a decent Catholic school, unlike yeah. you? I, I did go to Catholic school at you all. You did? You know why? My mother had a horrible experience at Catholic school and refused to send us to Catholic school. <laughs> we, went to prep, we went to prep school instead. <laughs> oh, Big Shot went to prep school. Wow. Prep school. It's a wonder yeah, she geez. talks to us. Did yeah, the nun slugger? I know. It's just shocking, isn't it? Yeah, did the nun soccer in the mush? Um, she went in during the era where they would sit there and, you know, smack their hands with rulers and things like that. But she, and she went to the same exact Catholic school from kindergarten all the way through 12th grade. Wow. Really? Wow. Went to the same school? I went, yeah, to, cool. I went to two different, no, three different Catholic, no, four different Catholic schools. Are there any K through 12 Catholic no, schools? not here. Yeah, not here. No, I went. I forgot. It I doesn't went. exist anymore. It's just a high school now, so it changed. To show you the kind of you know dough we were rolling in when I was a kid, when I was in first grade, and I was in first grade when I was four and a half, because I started school really early. I went to the Basilica, St. Anne's in Lesura, Minnesota, and St. Joseph's in Minneapolis. So it's a nine-month school year, right? Nine months. In nine months, we lived in three different places, and I went to three different schools in nine months. No wonder you're so well-adjusted. Yeah, I'm really well-adjusted. Don't you think, Kristen, that I'm extremely <laughs> well-adjusted for coming from a, such a nut job I, environment? I, I actually think you are. See, and, and Catherine? And I do think that, you know, uh, what did I, oh. <laughs> see, but here's the thing. People have dealt circumstances, and no, this is the thing, though, but if you have an amazing coach or teacher or whether it's a priest or someone that takes interest in you in a healthy way, because let's not make Catholic jokes, but you know what I'm talking about, and and guides you, or you have parents that are able to, even if they're in bad circumstances, but are able to guide you and lead you on a path, you can get out of your circumstances. However, there are many places where you're not getting that great education because you're living in the neighborhood and nobody cares, and that's what makes me so sad about so many um, people who don't have the same opportunities that other people do. Okay, I wasn't going to ask you about this, but I have to, because I understand you bought R. Kelly's new 19-minute single. Is that true? Oh, my God. <laughs> well, that is so not, much. Is that it? is the biggest bit of fake news. The it's only horrible. reason R. Kelly should ever be in the news is because he gets arrested for all of his sex crimes, and that is a fact. 
Ugh. He is unbelievable. Have you heard the song? No. Andy, would you see if you can find uh, it? No. It's called. Uh, in my opinion. It's called or something like I that. I think it, yeah, it's like in my opinion or something. Uh, R. Kelly dropped a 19-minute single titled "I Admit." Oh, Uh-oh. it's called "I Admit." To you got to play some of it. It's the worst song I've ever. How, how are you going to call me a pedophile? <laughs> what? What do you mean? How am I going to go? I'm going to. The words are going to come out of my mouth, <laughs> and I'll move my lips to form those words. Well, it reminds me of the Dave Chappelle skit that he did oh, on Phenomenal, Art, where he's like. Yeah, R. Kelly wasn't happy about it. And he's like, how can you make a video about me, you know, making fun of me peeing on people? He's like, well, how could you make a video about people you peeing on people? Because <laughs> he true. did. He videotaped him peeing on a girl. Uh, yeah, they did. And Dave Chappelle, in that skit, he says, what's, a, what's it take to convict R. Kelly of this? Well, I have to. you have to have three witnesses. You have to have his mom there. You have to have a, you have to have a priest. You have to, you know, all these people have to witness this before it can be... You know, Accept it I mean, because it's <laughs> who is T Quest Love? It's T, comma Quest Love. Oh, he's the um, the drummer, I believe, on in that. Well, isn't he? On, like, isn't yeah, but he, isn't he on? Is it Jimmy Kim? No, not uh, Jimmy Fallon's band. Oh, is he? I believe. Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, the Roots. Yes. Oh, the Roots. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Uh, here's his tweet. You ready for the entire tweet from T? Is it T? It says Quest Love. I thought. I- I've always known him as Quest. Quest. Love. Yeah. Yeah, but Quest. it says T Quest Love here, so I think it's just Quest Love. Uh, here's his entire tweet. Uh, hashtag I admit I want my 19 minutes back. <laughs> 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 That's fantastic. I love I that. can't believe he made it through all 19. Oh, God. Oh, There's no way I could make it through horrible. 19. Did you find it, Andy? I can't really look for it while we're on Skype. Oh, I suppose that's true. They, they had it here. It. I'll see if I can find it. Oh, it is just yeah. unbelievable. This 19 minutes. Uh, Brittany Daniel says, 19 minutes? <laughs> <laughs> that's her whole statement. Oh, God. He got, is it Jamel Hill? I don't know. J E M E L E Jamel from Hill from ESPN. Yeah, not to dismiss the number of issues as it relates to R. Kelly, but who would listen to a 19-minute song? Well, it's not really a song; it's just him talking. He's terrible, absolutely terrible. But I don't know. Whatever the deal is, uh, now the truth is in this message. I'm a broke-ass legend. The only reason I stay on tour is because I got to pay my rent. <laughs> Oh, my God, this is depressing. I found it. Oh, yeah. oh Cassie oh, found no. it. You ready for hey. some? You ready I'm, for yeah, some? I'm happy oh, or thank, sad about thank that. Goodness, thank goodness we only have about two, two <laughs> minutes left in this segment. Oh, wait till you hear it. I don't think we're going to make it past probably I heard it this morning on the show. Oh, shows. there's a lot of F-bombs in it, I bet. Yeah. Oh. We'll, we'll just play it, and then as soon as you get to the first half, bump. I made some mistakes, and I have some imperfect ways. I admit I help so many people, and I'm saying down people turn fake. Oh, good, they, so <laughs> they edited for me. I didn't go to classes. I admit that I dropped out of school. I admit that I wasn't that cool. I admit I just feel like retired. Admit I just don't feel like trying. Oh, boy. I think it's good. Well, they didn't get that one out. Uh, yeah. They didn't get that one no. out there. Oh, oh yeah, we got one. Boy, look at oh. this. You'll be editing all day long. <laughs> yeah, the radio you station. listen to that first? It's really good, I thought. <laughs> oh, boy. And that's auto-tuned. I don't ever want a copy for Christmas. So in real life, he was, even, he was even more dissonant. Oh, he was, they, yeah. they had to auto-tune his voice to make it sound better than it was oh, and that's, that's pretty right. horrible yeah where did it's he get true. it where did he make where did he get his notoriety i mean what uh, uh from i believe i can fly oh that's right i believe i can he was, it was just one song yeah uh, one song i think so well he's had quite a few hits he was a oh, big r&b he? star back in the you know mid to late 90s and then he yep. kind of went away for a while and then he tried to make a comeback but then he had those um that one girl, she, wasn't she like 14 or 15? Yes. But he had that, vi- there was a video of him urinating on a girl. Yep. So, so he's in, he, but he's being indicted for, for, uh, 
child I don't, pornography. I don't 50, think he's being indicted for anything. He is being indicted. Oh, he is? Like 55 counts. <laughs> They're finally doing child it? child pornography. That yeah, what, that's something like that. It says here, how are they going to say I don't respect these women when all I've done is represent? Oh my what God. the hell does that even mean? <laughs> oh, well, man, that is a, that's, a, that's, a, that's an indictment of uh, his culture. Yeah, he's representing his is. culture. Oh, this uh, I, just, I just treat women this way because it's my culture. Because it's my Whoa. culture. That's yeah. not Careful what you say. Hey, yeah, that could be a defense. You never know. Yeah. I think I'm going to hire Kristen Bird, and I'm going to put her on tour as an R&B singer, and we'll auto-tune the hell out of it if she can't sing. What do you think, Kristen? <laughs> At least she, and then she'll be able to move, that too. That would be amazing. We would make so much money. We'd make a lot of dough. It would be phenomenal. We'll take a break. Be right back in a couple of minutes. Tom Bernard Show. Just like all of you, I'd been hearing about my pillow and was skeptical that it's as great as everyone says. Well, I received my first my pillow and I love it because I have a pretty big melon, pretty big head, and my pillow will prop it right up. I can get my neck aligned and I sleep very well because of it. Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow, has a very special offer for my listeners. My pillow is offering buy one my pillow and get another absolutely free. Don't delay. Order now. This offer expires August 1st. If you're looking for a great night's sleep, now is the perfect time to get your first MyPillow. If you already know how great the MyPillow is, why not give them to everyone you know? Call 800-516-5146. Use the promo code TOM or go to MyPillow.com, but make sure to use the promo code TOM. Call 1-800-516-5146 and use promo code TOM. Tom Bernard here to tell you, Priority Courier Experts has immediate openings for drivers looking for more. Priority drivers are independent contractors who set their own hours, start from their own driveways, and deliver local on-call parcels and freight, which means you're home for dinner every night, and you get paid weekly. Right now, Priority's driver-friendly lease-to-own program has brand-new dock trucks, flatbeds, curtain sides, and tractor trailers just waiting to be driven home. And Priority is also offering a $4,000 sign-on bonus to qualified drivers. So if you've got the skills, we can get you qualified to start driving a brand new truck in as little as three days. Calling all drivers, come get the $4,000 sign-on bonus you deserve for all the knowledge and experience you bring to the delivery business. Call Roger or Eddie right now at 651-748-4477 or visit them online at Priority.com. Priority Courier Experts. Every time you call us, we deliver. This is no R. Kelly, but... <laughs> oh, God, I love this song. I have a great Devo story, and Kristen, you're going to love this. So I was working at Capitol Records when Devo hit. Right, I'm working at Capitol Records. It's not my not my band, but uh, I went out. This is that song came out what 40 years oh, ago? Oh, yeah, probably. No, 30. Oh no, it's a lot longer than 30. It's like 82. Was it? Early 80? Oh, okay. uh, I think it was 80. Uh, let's was it 80? see. No. Whip it, let it. No, it's not let it whip. It's whip it good. Yeah. Let's... I think 79. <laughs> Are we not men? 80. 80. Was it 80? It was, I'm oh telling you. God. It, was it was before I met you. Wow. Wow, that's terrible. It was before I met you, and I know that because I, the reason this happened is I was going on a date that night. I, I didn't know you then. Okay. So this pre-K. woman was. Yeah, <laughs> it would be awkward if he did know you. Pre Catherine. Uh, I got a call from this woman. She said, Where are you? And I said, I'm in Chicago. She goes, Are you coming back tonight? I said, Yeah, I got to come back tonight. She goes, Well, I got, I got a couple of tickets to see Devo. Uh, so why don't we go have some dinner and then we'll go see Devo? I said, okay, that sounds good. Um, now I was down in Chicago on some pretty big business, so I'm wearing a suit and a tie, and I went to see Devo in a suit and a tie. Everybody in that auditorium is like, look at this loser. What do you work? What do you do? Work uh, for a living? Uh, yeah, I actually worked for a living back then. Can you imagine <laughs> yeah, that? that. I, didn't just, I just didn't. I didn't do just radio. I actually worked for a living. It was terrible. It's a lot of very stressful. Well, in the eighties, you could just undo your tie a little bit, pop your collar up, and you were good to go. Oh God! Well, you should have just grabbed any flower pot and put it on your head. You would have oh, been Remember they had those, they that had song is thirty eight years old. You know they they had sort of a sort of a, a costume kind of act. Uh, do they go, do they show up at Comic Con or those sort of things? Um, I've never mm-hmm. seen them. Do any groups no. show up? At Whatever. The, the, 
It happened to any like of them. Like Guar? Does Guar show up at, uh, uh, at Comic Con? I haven't seen okay. Guar or Devo or I'm okay. I'm sure I'm sure people dress up like them. I mean, another group that was kind of in that vein was Depeche Mode. Oh, right. They would yeah. kind of they wouldn't even show their face for the longest time. I have a question. Doesn't guar mean poop? <laughs> That's guano. No, there's also guar. I think guar I means poop. I think so. Well, I'll look it up, Andy. G-U-A-R. Guar. Guano is bat poop. <laughs> yes, bat poop, yeah. But I think guar is poop, too. Uh, no. What is it? It is a type of bean. Guar bean? Guar gum. Well, that's, yep, it turns into gum, exactly. So it turns into poop. Yeah, it makes you poop. That's well, what it is. I don't think you really it's a good eat gum. it. Or you don't eat it? It's, an, no. it's a food additive. It's oh, in all yeah, kinds of right. stuff. Yeah, you right. get guar gum from it. I think it makes it sticky Where's my guar gum? Yeah, it's a thickener, isn't it? Yeah. you can use it in gluten-free things. Right. Mm, oh, is that what it is? Mm-hmm. I just, uh, oh, great. I, I'm only going to read I'm this headline. Family says <laughs> Toronto shooter... Battled psychosis. What do you think? What a surprise. Shot, what, 14 people and two of them died so far? What the hell is wrong with you? I don't know. Oh, and then this is nice, too. Uber Lyft driver live-streamed video uh, of hundreds of passengers illegally. So he took video of people, and they didn't know they were were being videotaped, and he live-streamed it to all these people that that, uh, signed up for his video stream. Of course he did. You, so oh, you, that's creepy. You know, like, well, they have Kristen making out with her husband in the back of a <laughs> back of right. a. Uh, My car Uber. is being fixed this week, so I am taking Lyft and Uber this week. You better be careful. You're not taking the bird. No, now you have me paranoid. I got to take a Lyft <laughs> up to the studio in a little while. Yeah. You're not taking the birds. No, I'm taking the Lyft. No, okay. I thought maybe you'd be on one of those little uh, uh, little scooters just scooting over there. Oh, Kristen on a scooter. It's too hot. It's 103, and I have to go to the studio. I don't want to arrive like, yeah. in, like a sweaty mess. <laughs> Melted. Yeah. What a weather diva. God. Don't be such a bitch. I know. It's <laughs> and also, by the way, I am super fair, so I will turn out to be as red as a lobster by the time I got to the studio. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I suppose that's true. I suppose that. Did you guys hear about uh, John Cleese on... Uh, <laughs> no. On, yeah. What the hell is his name? I can never remember. Colbert. I can oh. never remember his name for some reason. I think it's that weird era of his. But anyway, uh, John Cleese was on there, and he was talking about the fact that he, uh, they wanted to knight him in England. And he said he wanted to be knighted because he would be a lord, I guess. Oh, wow. But he was going to be a lord. What's it called again? To become a lord is... Oh, it starts with a P. It does start with a P, but oh. I can't remember what it is. But he, not but, probation. It's yeah, something no, else. No, that's not But it. wasn't there a thing where, uh, you talked about this morning... It, <laughs> What was the thing with his name? His name, his father's name was actually Cheese, <laughs> and he changed it to Cleese from Cheese. Oh. Yeah, John Cheese. So he said, "My name would have been Lord That's Cheese." Lord Cheese. And he said, I would have liked Lord Cheese. Oh I yeah, love- <laughs> I agree. Lord Cheese would have been great. He said he wanted to do it, and the reason he wanted to do it because it would piss off everybody else in Monty Python. But he said, okay, does that mean I have to be here in the winter to vote? Because when you're a lord, you have to vote. Mm. He said, do I have to be here in the winter? And they said, yes, I'm afraid you do. He goes, then I pass. (laughs) I've made one promise to myself. I'll never be cold again. That's what he said. God, he's a funny man. Very, very interesting. That that whole Monty Python, it shows up on my my YouTube suggestions. And I look at him and I just can't get over how funny that stuff was. It was incredibly funny. Yeah. To this Incredibly. day, and it, it really holds holds well. It's just a fascinating kind of thing. You're a big uh, Monty Python fan, aren't you, Kristen? It's just the flesh wound. <laughs> <laughs> he gets every limb cut off, <laughs> and it's just a flesh wound. This is one of my favorites. We watched that in high school, and I could not stop laughing. Like I had the giggles for like an hour. My teacher sent me out. He's like, "Control yourself." I'm like, "But he just cut off all his limbs, and he's bleeding." <laughs> It's just a flesh wound. It's just, it's just a flesh wound. Oh. Flesh wound. Tom, what was the name of the wizard that threw lightning Fantastic. bolts and fireballs? You see, John Cleese, John Cleese played a wizard, and he's throwing lightning bolts, and he's he's real scary looking. He's got the robes, and he's got the staff, and he's throwing lightning bolts all the place. And uh, one of the other guys says to him, "My wizard, you're." You're quite a powerful wizard. What's your name? 
and there's a pause. He goes, some call me Tim. <laughs> Tim the wizard. Yes. Very scary. Tim the, Tim the wizard. Very, very scary. No getting around it. But yeah, I, I, Kristen, true story. I used to drive 333 miles every weekend so I could watch Monty Python with my brothers. That's true. Where would you drive? I was in Grand Forks, North Dakota at KNOX Radio, and I would drive back to Minneapolis <laughs> to, on Friday to, night. To balmy Minneapolis compared to... Balmy to Minneapolis. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It was balmy in Minneapolis compared to Grand Forks. Uh, but yeah, I, I drove 666 miles in a weekend just so I could watch Monty Python with my brothers and see my mother. It's true. But my that's God, amazing. we never missed an episode. It was, And then the movies came out, and it was phenomenal their movies were great i have a fun fact what john cleese rejected a knighthood and said he felt much more honored when a lemur was named after him in 2005 <laughs> <laughs> see that's what we're talking about that's funny right there i was much more excited when they named a lemur after me in 2005 john cleese the lemur john cleese the lemur <laughs> That's you know that's how the world should work. Nobody get the big ego. Just hey, hey, you named a lemur after me. I'm really excited about that. I'd like that. Oh God, I've <laughs> I've interviewed every one of those guys, including uh, what was the guy's name that died, the blonde guy. There's so many that have died. He died year. No, only one python is dead. Really? Yeah. Hmm. God, what was his name? I interviewed him, and he was a really Ron good guy. Python. And then he died about a year later. But I can't remember his oh, name. Oh, I can Graham. see his face. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. His name was Graham. Uh, yeah, Graham Chapman. Graham That's Chapman. There you go. Graham Chapman. He was a great interview. Dead quite some time ago of tonsil and spinal cancer. What, like 30 Ooh. years ago? What the hell? Oh, That's that weird. That sounds very That's painful. a weird one. That's Man, super that's a, weird. That's yeah. a weird one. Tonsil cancer. Yeah. Well, you can get How it. How do you get tonsil cancer? You can get it anywhere. You can get it, well, from, yeah. in, in that area, it's called the retromolar trigone. And you can get it. You're making uh, that up as you go yeah, along. As I'm going along. You get it from smoking, drinking, uh, smoking, and drinking. And that's a bad one. That's a real, and he probably, probably metastasized local Mets right into his spinal oh, column. And, oh, that's depressing. Oh, that's a grim. That sounds really painful. That's one of the ones you I don't mean, want to get. Besides smoking, would that be like excessive drinking? Not like yeah, hey, yeah. anything that not would, like Kristen's kind of drinking. Anything yeah. that would <laughs> uh, kill off out. the cells of you know the tonsils. So yeah, a lot of drinking would do that. Yeah, and the and the smoking too. The smoking really is smoking is the main that. one. Yeah, yeah. and so, apparently he took up pipe smoking at fifteen and never stopped. So oh, and go. he was drinking heavily by the time <clears throat> yep, he was a big during player. his time at Cambridge, whenever that was. So drinking and hitting it hard. Lots of drinking. Drink. He drank enough to miss cues on stage, and. You know, smoking and all that stuff. Yep. Yeah. Not so good. I don't know. I loved him, though. I, he was a great guy. Everyone, I've talked to John Cleese, Eric Idle. I've talked to Terry Gilliam. I've talked to all of them. Well, Terry Gilliam was from Minnesota originally, wasn't he? I think so. I think he was from Minnesota. <clears throat> or at least lived here. But uh, just some great, some great television. Really, really good television. And uh, you know who bankrolled that thing was uh, George Harrison. Did he really? George, George Harrison bankrolled uh, Monty Python. Yeah. Huh. The Forgotten Beetle. The Forgotten Beetle. Right. Ah, uh, you know. Oh, did you see? Dean Ringo. Speaking of that, by the way, Kristen, did you see the video of Paul McCartney walking across Abbey Road the opposite way? <laughs> no. Yes. You know, they were all going from left to right. Yeah. He went from right to left <laughs> by himself, and he's wearing sandals. He did not barefoot this time. He's wearing sandals, but he's waving everybody. Hi, hi, how you doing? How's oh, everything that's, going? That's cool. Oh God, I love Paul McCartney. So, so is this the time for now for something completely different? And now it's time for something completely different. It was just, you know, that I used to talk to them about the connection they made between Europe and America, mm. because. There are people who didn't like Monty Python. Apparently, there are pe some people just hated him and said that's the most unfunny thing I've ever seen. I don't know how you could think that. I really don't. But some people... I, I'll be honest. I don't find a lot of British humor super funny, but I yeah. do find yeah, Monty Python hilarious. I found something out today that I never, ever realized, but uh, Michelle Tafoya was talking about it on the morning show, uh, and John Lastman as well. 
because I love um, Brian Cranston. I might have, matter of fact, I love everybody on that show, all the actors and stuff, but I never liked the show. And I didn't know why I didn't like the show, uh, Breaking Bad. I only watched two episodes, mm-hmm. and I never watched another episode. And I know now, because we talked about it this morning, why I didn't like it. They spent a lot of time on that show talking about depression. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't watch it. I could not watch people talking about depression constantly. It's like, oh, God. So this, this whole idea of a catharsis just doesn't work for you. It never has worked for me. I mean, no, as I said, no. see somebody that's depressed just makes me depressed. And that's correct. You're sick for a week. It makes no sense. That's exactly what happened. And I never knew that was the reason until today, that the reason I didn't like Breaking because I liked everybody in it. I thought I'd love it. But I couldn't watch it because it no, was all it about depression. It's definitely not a feel-good show. And people becoming that's drug why addicts. I, yeah, that's why I didn't never watch Breaking Bad. It looked no. too dark and just, yeah. ugh. Yeah, that's exactly I it. don't want that. But I love Brian, man. He is a very, very funny guy. He's he's terrific. And he's good in everything he does, too. Mm-hmm. Indeed. So what's going What's What's the latest on the, on the uh, Hollywood scene? Anything new happening? Um, I was going to say, are you going to see Mission Impossible this weekend? You know, I think I might. Darcy, um, Catherine, you have any interest in going to see Mission Impossible 6? I will go. I will go. Okay, here's, I'm going to make a deal with you guys. Okay, so if Catherine goes to Mission Impossible, then she's going to take you to this independent film that everyone loves. It's so great. It's called Eighth Grade. Eighth Grade? What's it about? Eighth grade. Eighth grade. Yeah, I know it's, it's about, about eighth, grade. eighth grade and how awkward it is. It is like the biggest buzz out here in Los Angeles. Oh, I don't. I hated eighth grade. I hated that. Oh, I don't know if I could sit. Oh, I don't know emotionally I could take it. God, I hated that. I Thank God I'm out of it. A lot of eighth grade. Ugh. Interestingly enough, is it a kid-friendly movie? Like, is it? I don't think so. Uh, I mean, I think if you're over like 14, probably. Okay. Good, well, I have my stepdaughter. I wouldn't take going. your. I wouldn't take your eight-year-old. You know okay. What I mean? Yeah, because my stepdaughter, she's going into eighth grade this fall. So maybe mm. that might be a movie I could take her to. There so, you go. She's going to want to homeschool afterwards. She's going to be like, well, but I'm not going. I know, junior high was like a miserable experience. I know. My seventh, seventh grade was bad for me. Eighth grade was much better. Yeah, I hated everyone since first grade. I hated going to school. Oh, I think I'll like it with just the description. An introverted teenage girl. I like introverted anybody's. Oh, now yeah. you're going to have her drag me to that? Like Thanks, Kristen. So, I'll be yes, going to that. You're welcome. You're welcome. So, you brought it up. <laughs> on Saturday, Sunday, you do the next. And then next week, you tell me about what you thought of both of those movies. All right. We'll get it done. That's your homework. Uh, yes, dear. <laughs> Thank you very much. And we'll talk to you next week. You bet. Bye, guys. Kristen Burt, ladies and gentlemen, entertainment reporter from Los Angeles, California. We'll be back. Hour two, Tom Bernard Show.